Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. And welcome back once again inside the Edward Jones Chatting Cage on this Friday afternoon. Our guest at this time is quite simply one of the greatest second basemen in the history of the sport, a former MVP, a 10-time All-Star, and a 2005 inductee into the National Baseball Hall of Fame. He is none other than Rhino himself, Ryan Sangberg joining us today, and Ryan, thank you so much for the time, and of course, you're there in Cooperstown at Doubleday Field as part of the 8th Annual Hall of Fame Classic, and you're amongst many of your counterparts from your heyday in the 80s and the 90s, and quite simply, how much fun are you having right now? Uh, we're going to have a good time here. It's going to be a great weekend. Uh, the fans are out, and uh, it's starting with a youth clinic uh, right behind me in about a half an hour, about 200 kids on Doubleday Field. And with some instruction, and uh, we'll take it to a uh, a game tomorrow with uh, former major league players. I, I believe it's uh, almost one player from each team from their alumni, and then uh, some Hall of Famers like myself uh, coaching them and leading them away. So it's uh, expecting a big crowd tomorrow, and then uh, on Sunday we have a golf tournament early in the morning. So. Uh, we'll be having a lot of fun out here. The weather's great, and uh, it's always good to be back here in Cooperstown. Yeah, the players having fun, and uh, the fans, a dream weekend for them. So a lot in store the next two days in Cooperstown, New York, for sure. Uh, Ryan, we're going to start on Twitter. As again, fans, there's two ways to get involved, either through the webcam by clicking on the Get In Line button, or if you're camera shy, no problem there. Submit your question via Twitter using the hashtag Chatting Cage. And Ryan, like I said, we're going to start on Twitter right now. The Twitter handle, Lakeside845. We're going to put you right on the spot, Mr. Sandberg. Is this the year that the Chicago Cubs finally go all the way? You know what? Uh, I believe that this team was put together to go a long way and to get to a World Series. Um, I was there in uniform in spring training and and uh, being around the players and, uh, and Joe Madden and the coaches and the front office, uh, the players and and everybody uh, in the dugout talks about their goal going to a World Series this year. So, you know, I have to uh, I have to jump on that and uh, and give and and pull for them. I, I think they they have a, a team that uh, that was built uh, to go a long way this year, and uh, I do believe that this is the year. That would be the parade to end all parades if the Cubs can pull it off here in 2016. Our fingers crossed for that, certainly. Ryan, right now our first uh, webcam fan is ready to go. So fans, state your name, your question, and uh, your question again for Ryan Sandberg. Hey, what's up? This is uh, Chris from New Jersey. I just want to ask, what was it like playing with uh, one of my favorite players, Andre Dawson, and what are some other players you really look forward to playing either for or against? Yeah, thanks, Chris. Uh, the Hawk was one of my favorite teammates. Uh, you know, he, uh, he he played hard. He played the right way. He was the first one to the ballpark and the last one to leave. And uh, that was due to a, a couple of knees that he really had to stay on top of. He had to put extra time in, extra work in. He did that. And once the game started, uh, he didn't miss a beat. And he was a guy that was out there every day. Uh, and I enjoyed uh, uh playing second base in front of him when he was uh, the right fielder for the Cubs. And, and that, that season that he had in 80, 87, uh, when he hit 49 home runs, uh, was, uh, was one of the best seasons that I, I'd seen from a teammate of mine. Uh, very impressive and uh, glad to see that he's going to be here this weekend so we can hook up and, uh, and uh, reflect on those days that we had together. 
I think some fans uh, tend to forget just how awesome and how incredible Andre Dawson was in his heyday. And a great answer there uh, from Ryan Sandberg about his former teammate. Ryan, right now we go back to Twitter, the Twitter handle Bowling60, and a good one here. They want to know, what do you think about the rule changes on slides into second base implemented for this season? Uh, you know what? I played in an era where uh, it was free game out there, and it was part of the game to, as a, for a base runner to, to knock down an infielder. Uh, even go out of his way uh, early on in my career, go out of his way to, to take out and, uh, and break up a double play. So that's how I was brought up uh, in the early 80s. Uh, I did see the modification towards the end of my career as far as uh, the slide uh, and, and the base runner needed to be one arm length and, and be able to touch uh, second base on the slide. And you know what? Uh, with the money that these players are getting paid and, and – uh, and I know that the fans want to see their players and uh, and even the opposing players being out there on an everyday basis and cutting down on serious injuries. Um, I understand that part of the game today, along with the, the collision uh, rule at, at home plate. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it, you have to adjust a, a little bit with the times, and uh, I think that's uh, that's where we're at. Uh, but uh, but once again, I uh, I kind of enjoyed. Uh, the era that I played in and uh, the hard-nosed play uh, as far as uh, breaking up a double play and uh, making it tough on those middle infielders. Yeah, different game and a different era, that is uh, for certain. Right now, Ryan, we go up back to the webcam. Another fan is ready to step inside the Edward Jones chatting cage and swing away. So, fans, state your name, your location, and your question for Hall of Famer Ryan Sandberg. I'm Matthew from New Jersey. Now I want to know, what was it like to have your number retired by the Cubs? Uh, Matthew, thank you. Uh, that was one of the greatest, uh, greatest moments uh, in, uh, in, in my, really, my career. It came after, it came a, a couple of months after I was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2005. So to see the flag go up there at the time uh, with Ernie Banks and Billy Williams and Ron Santo, uh, I was actually in uniform for each of those inductions and those uh, those uh, retirement uh, days for those players. So to see my number go up there with them was was, uh, was a big thrill and really icing on the cake uh, for my career. And uh, still today when I go to Wrigley Field, uh, uh, as I'm the, the, uh, the full-time ambassador for the Cubs, uh, you know, I, uh, I check that flag out uh, often down the right field line and uh, brings back uh, great memories of teammates and, and years and all the games that I played at Wrigley Field. And we saw just a few nights ago how emotional it was for Wade Boggs when the Red Sox retired his number 26, and I'm sure those same emotions were felt for you when the Cubs gave you that same honor uh, years ago. Uh, Ryan, right now it's time for the EDJ question of the day, which is what stands out most to you from your Hall of Fame induction ceremony 11 years ago? Uh, for me, it was standing in front of the, the, the members, uh, the, the Hall of Famers, being welcomed into that group, but I was as I was up there giving my speech and talking about uh, having respect for the game of baseball, uh, just knowing that uh, that those players were behind me, and uh, I occasionally would hear a little I hear a little something back there, or I could almost hear them nodding back there. Uh, but I, I was well aware of their presence, and it was a big thrill for me to stand in front of them and and uh, talk the game of baseball the way that uh, that I knew it and. And, uh, and also to know that I was going to be joining and, and was a member of their team uh, from that point and uh, 
and that goes on forever. So it's uh, it's really the greatest uh, team I, I consider in all the sports, the Baseball Hall of Fame, and uh, it's uh, it's a privilege and uh, and it's good to be part of that team. A thrill for you, no question. A thrill for uh, Cubs Nation, uh, Cubs fans, some of the most passionate in baseball, to say the least. Right now, another fan is uh, ready to go on the webcam, so fans state your name, your location, and your question for Ryan Sandberg. Hi, Ryan. My name's Jeremy. I'm from San Francisco. Um, my question is, what is it like to be named a team ambassador like you were just named uh, to the Cubs organization? What is it like to be back with that organization in that role? Hey, Jeremy, thank you. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's the right place for me right now. Um, rejoining the Cubs organization and, and uh, you know, for, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, my wife and I have, uh, have five kids and uh, right now four of them are in the Chicagoland area. And we have, uh, we have uh, six, six grandkids as we speak and we're spe expecting two more by the end of the baseball season. And uh, at that point, seven of, them, seven of them will be in the Chicagoland area. So uh, it, that, it works as far as the family goes. And to, uh, to be back with the Cubs, uh, the, the team that uh, obviously went into the Hall of Fame uh, with, their, with the hat on and spent, uh, spent my career. Chicago is, the, uh, is, is also a home for me. So uh, we also made the full-time move to sh Chicago uh, in Lake Bluff, Illinois. Uh, so to be the ambassador of the Cubs and and uh, especially have a chance to uh, to watch their young players and uh, and watch their quest to uh, to get to a world's championship, uh, uh, I'd like to be a part of that. Well, Ryan, the fans are coming fast and furious on this Friday. Another fan on the webcam is ready to go momentarily. So fans, once again, please state your name, your location, and your question for Hall of Fame inductee Ryan Sandberg. I am Joseph from New York, and my question is, in your opinion, what's the most memorable moment of your career? Uh, you know what? Uh, as, as a team in, in 84 and 89, we, uh, we went to the playoffs, and I think those, those two nights when we clinched as a group and celebrated on the field and, uh, and had a chance to go to postseason, I think, I think uh, those two nights were the biggest thrill in uniform. And then I believe uh, going into the Hall of Fame and then having my uh, my number retired uh, also uh, post-career were big thrills. So uh, there's some to choose from, and I think they're all very good. Okay, Ryan, right now we go back to Twitter, and this is from Ryan Clark underscore 10, R-Y-N-E. And his question is, uh, Mr. Sandberg, I was named after you, but who were you named after? Uh, well, Ryan, uh, I was named after Ryan Duran. He pitched for the Yankees in the in the late '50s. I was born in '59, and he was a uh, he was a he was a very good pitcher. He wore uh, wore very thick glasses, and he was known to be a little bit wild uh, with his pitching. So, I think a lot of times when he came in to warm up, he'd throw his last warm up pitch and hit halfway up the screen, and then have the hitters thinking that uh, that maybe he couldn't see through through those glasses and he couldn't see home plate. So. I think that worked to his advantage, and uh, I was named after him. My parents were were sports fans and baseball fans at the time, and they happened to be in uh, in Minneapolis. And uh, the Yankees came in to play the Twins, and and uh, and Ryan came in, and and I believe he that night he he threw uh, three shutout innings, and the headlines the next day in the in the local paper was Ryan uh, shuts down the Twins. So uh, I was named after Ryan Duran. 
and I'm sure many more Ryans in the Illinois area over the past few decades or so. I think that goes without saying. And uh, right now, another fan is uh, ready to go. So, fan, once again, please state your name, your location, and your question for Hall of Famer Ryan Sandberg, please. Thanks so much. Hey, Ryan, how's it going? It's going good. Good. Hey, um, I've been a fan of yours since I started getting into baseball about 20 or 35 years ago. Um, my son has been wearing number 23 since he started playing T-ball. And I was just curious, what uh, what was the significance of number 23 to you coming up through uh, through Little League and perhaps, uh, you know, into your, your pro days? And then the second question I have is, what was it like playing under the lights of Wrigley Field for the first time? Uh, good questions. Uh, actually, I got 23 when I joined the Cubs, and uh, that, that happened to be the number that was hanging up in my locker. Uh, back when I broke in, in in 82 as a rookie, uh, it wasn't like today where, where young players could come in and, uh, and dictate what, what number they wore. So uh, the clubhouse guy uh, from the Chicago Cubs, Josh Kawano, uh, chose number 23 for me. Uh, two years later in 84, Michael Jordan wore 23 in the city of Chicago for the Bulls. So, so uh, it was a pretty good number that was chosen. And um, I forgot the second part of your question. I think the second question was uh, the experience of playing under the lights for the first time at Wrigley Field, that historic yes. night uh, for the Cubs organization. Yeah, you know what? That was a big night. Uh, the date was 8-8-88. And uh, uh, so I, I had played six years all-day baseball up to that point. Uh, it was a little bit strange at first to see the lights and, uh, and also to see the lights on the scoreboard and on the concourse as I was playing second base to look in and see lights now behind home plate up there in the concourse area and and also just to see the lights at Wrigley in general uh it was uh it was a very necessary move for the Cubs at that time uh it uh, it allowed the Cubs to have the the all-star game under the lights primetime tv in 1990 which uh which I played a part in that uh as the starting second baseman and also allowed uh postseason baseball under the lights so at that time it was very necessary it was a big thrill at, uh that first night game, and I'll never forget my first at bat when I was being I was introduced, and there was a huge roar, a little bit different than, uh, much different than, than any normal game when I was introduced, walking up to home plate. Well, what had happened was uh, Morgana the Kissing Bandit was running in from the outfield, and I was number one on her list to get to, uh, to give me a kiss at home plate. So, uh, fortunately. Uh, by the time she got to first base, security had taken her off, and uh, then it was uh, uh, 38,000 booing the whole situation, and this all happened before my, my first at bat. I actually hit a two-run home run that first at bat to take the lead two to one. <laughs> what a remarkable story, and for some of the younger fans out there, uh, Google Morgana the Kissing Bandit if you're not familiar with her and her uh, hijinks, but uh, Ryan, what a, what a great way to wrap this one up on this Friday afternoon. Our thanks to Hall of Famer Ryan Sandberg for his time in the Edward Jones tanning cage. And Ryan, the Cubs are playing some day baseball right now. We'll let you catch the last few innings there. Uh, have a great time tomorrow and enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Thank you so much again. Appreciate that. Thanks to the fans. Absolutely. And fans, you can join us again right back here next week on MLB.com for the very next Edward Jones tanning cage. So long. <laughs>